Thank you, Lord. Let me just share two things. I had about three sermons when I got up this morning. But I did a I did a uh, iPod or a deal the other day on on YouTube. I was listening, uh, reading something, and uh, Harvard University Medical School had come up in I think 1968 with things that'll make you happy. And so they came up and uh, put them all together, and they come up with seven things that if you'll do these seven things, you will have a happy life. How many want a happy life? Okay, well, I want to tell you, according to Harvard School of Medicine, what to start doing to have a happy life. Okay, number one, stop smoking. (laughs) Now, these are educated people. Stop smoking. Number two, just drink a little bit. Don't overindulge. Just... Just drink a little bit. Number three, watch what you eat. I watch everything I eat. (laughs) Try to walk daily. Now, folks, you ought to be getting happy. This ought to be stirring up something in you. You're going, wow, I've been missing out on all this stuff. Number five, learn how to cope with difficulties. Know how to cope with difficulties. Number six, continue to learn. Good, really good. Number seven, work on long-term relationships and you will be happy. I've come up with my own seven things to be happy. Okay, number one, accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. (laughs) Number two, be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Number three, speak in tongues. See, I was doing that this morning. You know, I, I I I thought I had this morning planned and everything, but Lord, in case I missed it, I'm just gonna pray in tongues. Because the Bible says, he that prayeth in an unknown tongue prayeth unto God. So I'm getting out of myself because it's a mystery to me. Get saved, be baptized in the Holy Ghost, and pray in tongues all the time. Number four, learn to love as God loves. God, boy, if we could get a hold of that, guys. Unconditional love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him, would not perish, but have everlasting life. We have that capacity. The, the love of God's been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Amen. So I'm going to learn, I'm learning, see, I'm, I'm, I'm getting happy. I'm learning how to love like God loves. Wow. Amen. Forgive as God forgives. Amen. I'm telling you, personal experience, it'll set your feet to dancing. When you live in unforgiveness, the devil is making your life hell. But when you learn to forgive as God forgives. See, I had a situation, and I thought it was forgiving, but it was just forgetting. I thought forgetting about it was good, but forgetting about it ain't good. Learn to forgive, because the Bible says... 
if you don't forgive, he can't forgive us. Boy, that's freedom right there. I'm a, I'm a happy camper. I'm a happy camper. I learned that. Amen? Give as God gives. Blessing to give, isn't it? Give and it'll be given unto you, good measure, pressed down and running over, shall men give into your bosom. Thank you, Lord. Number seven, pray, pray, pray. The Bible says pray without ceasing. Practice those seven things and I promise you, you'll be happy. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. That's sermon number two. And I got, two, I got two more here. Let me see which one I want to I wanna, I wanna share real quickly. Uh, Genesis chapter 11. I was just sharing with Miss Robin just a, a little bit about what the Lord spoke to me. Genesis 11 is, uh, of course, after the flood. And this is about Noah's son, Shem. And Shem went to the east to a place called Shinar. And uh, these are all heathens. No regard for God. Uh, if, you, if you go to Romans 1, you can see the sins that they were involved in. But this was a heathenistic group of people. They, they did not regard God. Uh, they were all about themselves. You know, 2 Timothy says in the last days, perilous times will happen because man will be lovers of himself. Well, this was the attitude of these people, uh, these Hebrew children at Shinar, uh, to the east. And uh, anyway, they said, we're going to build something for ourselves. They, we're going to build a tower that represents us and it's going to reach up into the sky. And they're not saying this, but their attitude is we don't need God. There is no God. Stick a fork in God. <laughs> we don't need him. We're going to do this. We're going to do, we're going to build a tower. So it says they started making bricks at, with tar, and they started building this tower. Now, visualize, see this, see, this, see this tower, big, big booger, going up to the sky. And God looks down, and he said, what's going on down there? And he said, these people are all one language and one mind. And nothing is impossible to them because they're of one mind. And, and the next verse, verse six says, <laughs> get a hold of this. Nothing that they've imagined, nothing that they've thought of, nothing that they've conjured up will be impossible to them. And that word imagined just jumped off the page at me. Because a heathen, a group of people that are in agreement, if they've imagined the same thing, in other words, let me give you a definition of imagined. It's a mental picture of something not present or not experienced. It doesn't mean it's not visible. You just haven't seen it yet. So you got it? Roger Bannister was an English runner back in early, uh, the early 1900s. And he was a runner and no one had ever broken the four minute mile. You got me? Yes. 
But it says that he imagined, got a picture, he imagined that he could do it. Never been done. No one had ever broken the four minute mile. But there was this meet going on and his, before he said, I can do this. He imagined it, a mental picture of something not present or something that had never been experienced. So he imagined that he could do it. So he even called the radio stations and TV that was back then, and the conditions were not good to set a record. In other words, the, the, Mike, the, the wind has to be at a certain range, but, but it just, but it wasn't far, it wasn't helping him any. So he ran <laughs> three minutes, 59.4 seconds. He broke the four minute mile because he imagined that he could do it. The lady with the issue of blood in Mark, she imagined in herself, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I shall be saved. Folks, we need to get an image of what God has promised us. See, some of us can't do that. We prayed for a lady one time who had uh, cancer and was, and was dying. We had gone to her house to pray for her and uh, all of her hair was gone and everything. And uh, she had, uh, I think, three daughters, all teenagers. And this was in maybe like October, November. And I remember saying to her, I say, okay, what are you gonna do about Christmas? You're gonna get a tree? What, what are you thinking about buying for your daughters? I did not realize what I was doing. I'm trying to get her to imagine. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I didn't know I was doing that. But I'm saying, what are y'all going to do? Where are you going to put the tree? She could not answer me. She said, I can't imagine that. She passed. Are you catching this this morning? Romans says this about God. Who, who's here made in the image of God? Who in here is like God? Is everybody here like God? Okay. God said this. He's one who speaketh of things as be not as though they were. Amen. See, when we got a hold of that is, is, is crazy charismatics. I'm sicker than a dog, but I believe that by his stripes, Wilhelmina, I'm, I'm healed. Where'd I get that? I'm seeing cancer. I'm, I'm listening to the doctor. The doctor's telling me, you got it. It's everywhere. It's all over you. But I'm imagining, oh, Jesus, by his stripes, I am healed. Now, it's a picture, folks. Imagery is, we got to get it. We got to see it. And that applies to everything. My bank account says I'm broke. But there's a house I want. There's a car I want. There's, some, there's somebody I want to bless Amen. with money, honey. Come on. See, I get a picture. Amen. 
We, we, we pray that over our boys. We, we're, we're, we're praying over our sons, and we pray for other people for a breakthrough in finances. But see, I already see it. I see the joy that God's going to get when we sit around a table and we say, we're going to pay off your houses. Come on, come on. But see, I got to see it. I, mean, I got to imagine it because it's here. It just ain't seen, Jackie. I just don't see it. But faith doesn't wait to see it. Faith talks about it. And my, pray, my faith makes me see it. Wow. Thank you, Lord. What can you imagine? Sometimes our imagination is wrong. I can't, I can't imagine that I would be out of debt. Well, see, that's where it stops right there. But my imagination is believing for something that I, it, I, I can't see or I've never experienced before. Well, honey, just because you ain't experienced it doesn't mean that it ain't going to happen. Because if you're a child of God, and you're a giver, like Pastor Jack said, with the, with the, he said, I'll open up the windows of heaven. Even when I don't see it, he's working. Even when I don't feel it, he's working because I've got a picture of it. I've got a picture of my health. I've got a picture of my wealth. I've, I've got a picture of laying hands on the sick. Laying hands on the sick and they shall recover. See, it's a, it's a picture. Speak of things as be not as though they were, because the way things are, are subject to change. Amen. If you can see it, it's temporal. Yes. It's fleeting. Yes. Wow. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I think I got one more point. Thank you, Lord. Can you handle all this? Thank you, Lord. John chapter three, Nicodemus. Everybody knows old Nicodemus? Nicodemus was as far away from the kingdom of God as you could possibly get. He was a Pharisee of Pharisees. He was brilliant. Boy, his mind was, he knew every law, all 6,500 of them or whatever they were. He was a brilliant man, but there was something missing. He had no imagination. Okay? The, if you're bound up by the law, you can't think past the law. But he says he came to Jesus by night. Didn't want to be seen, but he knew there was something about Jesus. And he came to Jesus and he said, yeah, you've got to be somebody because nobody can teach like you teach or do what you do. Jesus said this. I'm going to paraphrase just for a second. Nicodemus, you've got to have an imagination. He said, Nicodemus, you must be born again that you might see Revelation, you might see the things of the kingdom. See, we, are, we that are spirit-filled, folks, there is no horizon that stops us from believing. For nothing is impossible to him that would believe. I've got to imagine. Or another way, I've got to dream it. To dream the impossible dream. Frank Sinatra. Who doesn't know who Frank Sinatra is? <laughs> you were young. <laughs> to dream the impossible dream. Nicodemus, but he says, you must be born again that you might see revelation, the things of the kingdom. Because of speaking of things as be not as though they were. 
And then he said, Nicodemus, you must be born again that you might enter into the things of the kingdom. So I guess my question this morning is, what are you believing for and can you see it? See, <laughs> I'm praying for a situation one time and I, I'm praying negative. I'm praying what I'm seeing. Has anybody ever done that? You, you got a situation and you just say, dear God, that'll never work. That'll never happen. My goodness gracious. Well, I had a situation like that. I was, I was praying everything I was seeing. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, I want you to start praying the way I see them. I want you to quit praying about what you see. I want you to start praying about what I say about that person. Well, Lord, Lord, what do you see about them? I see him saved, spirit-filled, talking in tongues and being a mighty man of God. Like, okay. So I started praying like that. Dear God, I pray spirit-filled, hands raised. Yeah. Next day, I pray a little bit more. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I don't know how long it took, but after a while, I'm getting kind of excited. I'm starting to imagine. I'm not thinking about what I'm seeing. I'm not thinking about what I'm hearing. God said, I'm going to pray the way God wants to see him. And the way God wants to see him, I want to see him. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Now, and I'm praying and then going, Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Got a vision. Come on now. Got a vision. I quit seeing what I'm naturally seeing. I started, I started revelation. I started, I started imaging the change. That's good. Yeah. And the change happened. So, I, so from experience, I know that works. So we've got, when we pray, we've got to imagine more than what we're just, what we're just capable of in this kingdom. We're not of this kingdom. We're not of this government. Do you understand that? This is not our home, folks. We passing through. We have a better home and it's the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I think I'm through. I still got two more words. I still got two more messages, but I'm going to hold them. I think God's done what he wanted to do this morning. Stand to your feet with me. Give the Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need to start thinking of yourself the way God sees you. You're not a worm. You're not a loser. You're a child of God. Mark, thank you for that. You're a child of the most high God. Oh, this is even better than that. Get ready. Get a hold of this. Reach out and grab it. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am blessed and highly favored of God. Jerita. You ask Miss Jerita how she is. She said, I'm blessed and highly favored of God. See, why, why do you say that? I got an image. I'm special. God loves me. Does everybody know God loves you? Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God sent his word and healed them and delivered them and delivered them from all their troubles. 
that one deal that will make you happy in the world system is learn how to cope with stuff. We don't learn how to cope. We walk through it. Coping means you've come to a place of, of saturation. We don't cope with stuff. We walk through it. God said he'd go before us as a consuming fire. In your situation, what you're dealing with right now, God's already been in it. He said, I'll go before you. He's going to burn it up. He's going to burn it up. I got a picture of that. I see God doing that. Thank you, Lord. No weapon formed against me can prosper. No evil, no plague can go to my dwelling place. Hallelujah. We're praying for Ukraine. I imagine their freedom. I got a picture of it. I got a picture of victory. Do you know that Russia and the Ukraine both have an approximate percentage of Christians at over 70%? Someone's not doing their work. Both countries, it's estimated that they're about, at about 73% are confessing that Jesus Christ is Lord. And whatever's happening, I think God's, because we're praying. Amen? So whatever's happening, God's doing the work. And, and you know what? We're praying for Putin. The man's bound up. He's, he's demon-possessed. But we're praying for him. God's able. See, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not looking at him what I see. I'm looking at him how God sees him. He's a child of God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You want to do something, Pastor Jack? <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're, I don't mean to say we're special, but I'm special just because I know God loves me. God loves me. And it's his will that all would be saved and come to the knowledge of his son, Jesus Christ. He wants everyone saved. And the Bible says that in the last days there'll be wars and rumors of wars. He said, these are just birth pains. You know, he's coming a lot quicker than we think. The way the world's going right now, Jesus is coming soon. I got a picture of that. I got a picture of two men being in the field and hearing a trumpet blast. And I'm just going to say bye. <laughs> Mary Jean's fearful she'll be in a bathing suit or something when he calls and she doesn't want to. She said, Lord, I don't want to go when I'm in a bathing suit. I don't care what I'm dressed in. Just come on, Jesus. <laughs> I know she's watching. That's what happens when she stays home. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Grab hands with that person next to you. Reach across. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Father, the, the way you see us right now is, is your heart's desire. As you see us loving one another, touching one another. Because Lord, you said if two would agree as in touching, whatever they ask, it would be done. Lord, I want to pray for that one on my right and I want to pray for that one on my left. You know their hurt, you know their pain. 
But Lord, I just pray that your kingdom come and your will be done in their life, Lord. There was a prophet on a mountain and the 185,000 enemy were outside getting ready to damage the whole nation of Israel and just a little old servant guy, it scared him to death. But the prophet prayed to God and said, open his eyes that he might see. And guess what? He went outside and saw warring angels filling the mountains. Thank you, Lord. Father, we praise you this morning. Thank you for loving on us. Thank you for your kindness, your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for those that got set free today. Thank you for the blind Barnabas. There's no more blind Barnabas. He's never, no more a, a, a beggar, Lord. He imagined Father. So we praise you, Lord. If there's anyone in the hearing of my voice today that, you know, it's so simple to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, even you those watching by TV or internet or however you're watching. From Genesis to Revelations, it's all encapsulated in accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and believing that God raised him from the dead. It said, by doing that, by confessing and believing, you shall be saved. And a new life will start erupting inside of you. A new power will rise up inside of you. And all you have to do is say, Lord, forgive me of my sins. And you're saved. And you have a great place in the kingdom of God. Lord, for all that have done that this morning, Father, we praise you and we just thank you, Lord. Our desire was that you'd be glorified this morning and your people would be benefited. So we believe it's been done because we've exercised our faith and we praise you for it in Jesus' name. Everyone said amen Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Good to see everyone today. We'll all be back next week. Amen. Pastor Jack, you made the, you made the announcements and everything. Does everybody know everything? Amen. Greet someone as you go out this morning. Maybe someone you don't know. Shake their hand. Uh, Tell them that you look pretty. Amen. God bless everyone. We'll see you next Sunday.